0: Let the conversation continue with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
1: This time next week, we'll be in Vegas, Ryan, covering the Super Bowl. It's going to be great. It's going to be nice. And we're starting to get more and more of the props trickling out. Again, the basic stuff is just getting bet up like crazy, right? The normal yards and receptions and all the stuff we certainly look at every single week. But you get all the extra fun stuff now too. Are you a guy that does the Gatorade color and the the you know the the coin toss and the national anthem and all that? Those just don't really do it for me because I feel like it literally is just a coin toss with any of them.
0: Yeah, I'd be a liar if I was uh, going to tell you that I don't do those. I do it all. I do the Gatorade. I do the coin toss. <laughs> you know, I I do national anthem till some dummy tweets about it and then they take it off the market immediately yeah no yeah I do yep. I, I always look at it like hey man it's a spectacle it's the last opportunity to bet some football so I jump in I I uh I like to do it all I, I do the Gatorade I never actually hit the Gatorade I think
1: I've yeah
0: man in like 15 years of betting the Gatorade I think I've hit it like twice only but um yeah like really small though you know I don't I don't go too big on on those kind of bets
1: I feel like the national anthem, you can kind of have like a tiny little bit of not like an advantage or anything, but just at least some sort of like this person stretches out these notes and does this and like year after year, you at least have maybe a little something, but you're right. Once like a rehearsal gets out there, people leak it, then it gets taken off the board. So you don't really have much of an opportunity once that happens. Yeah. If you have any sort of edge ever, why tweet it out? Like why, why take
0: away from everybody else? You know, just Keep that information to yourself. But that's the issue, unfortunately, with social media. You know, remember that's why everything's changed so much, like betting games. You know, back in the day, it was a lot different. But, uh, yeah, yeah um, unless you have a real edge, just be careful. With National Anthem, man, I've made a killing off the National Anthem in the past. Especially, like, if you get a singer, you know they're really going to stretch it out. But I, I love mm-hmm. digging in and diving into stuff that, isn't going to matter in the long run, like going back, watching like old YouTube videos, right? Like, oh man, Post Malone, uh, you know, he's singing the National Anthem. Let's go back and find out if he's ever sang the National Anthem. Let's go back and watch all of his live performances. Does he give an extra breath? Let's listen to his cadence. It's it's hilarious,
1: man. It is, it's, you know, we all become national anthem experts when we start jumping in with it. And then you realize like, God, what am I doing? There's just, there's a certain point where you're just like, I can't, there's only so much I can actually do that works with this. We're going to spend obviously a lot next week looking at some of those other specials that are out there and, you know, the props that are there. But Scott gave us one today, I think is actually a really interesting one. Just given the fact that we have all of these offensive weapons out there for Kansas City minus half of their wide receivers. But we know that Kansas City still has guys that can score touchdowns, guys that can get in the end zone, make big plays for them. We know what San Francisco is capable of. First score of the game, San Francisco touchdown, plus 550. Kansas City, uh, San Francisco rushing touchdown, by the way, not just touchdown. San Francisco rushing touchdown is plus 550. Kansas City rushing touchdown, plus 750. San Francisco receiving touchdown, plus 450. And a Kansas City receiving touchdown comes in as actually the favorite at 3-1 to one right there at BetMGM
0: yeah so I would actually look at the San Francisco rushing touchdown um mm-hmm. the thing that I bet the things that I've bet both field goal kicker props overs I think this is going to be a low
1: scoring game did really you go like points or did under. you go field goals did you go total field goals or uh, kicking points
0: uh both total field goals and total oh, you, points okay I've got okay. all overs yeah the only overs that I've played in this game so far other than Brock Purdy rushing yards which we've talked about mm-hmm. a tremendous amount. Um, both kicker props, you know everything else. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, maybe Mahomes rushing yards, I go over on, but uh and Kyle use check receptions, of course. Uh, yeah, if you get the right numbers, you know over one reception, over half of a reception, just to have one catch, uh, wins you some money here. But I would maybe look at San Francisco a rushing touchdown. I, I just like. I go back, I watch that game, and I still have no clue what the hell Todd Munkin and Baltimore were thinking. Like, they didn't run any quarterback power. Not that San Francisco is going to run a whole lot of quarterback power with Brock Purdy, but I think yeah. they're going to look to run off tackle off Trent, uh, Trent Williams, and I think they're going to look to do so, obviously, with Christian McCaffrey. So, I like that number for San Fran. I don't, I don't think they're going to abandon the run, or like Jason said, Jason Marconforo, who just joined us, uh, not even look to establish the run. Um, I think San Francisco (laughs) is going to be much smarter with their game plan. We know Kyle Shanahan and his run concepts. We know what he likes to do. So I'd probably look at a uh, San Francisco rushing touchdown to be the first score. I kind of like that market and I like that price too.
1: There's two reasons why it's funny. That's why it's the first thing that popped in my head was looking at that going, that that makes perfect sense. Because if you look at what San Francisco did, right, you said that Kyle Shanahan won't abandon the run, you know, with Christian McCaffrey, he's going to get the carries, even if, You're not making progress right away. Just look at what they did against Detroit last week. I mean, we spent all that time leading up to that game saying, man, the Lions defense, top five rush defense in the NFL. I don't know. Christian McCaffrey over 88 and a half rushing yards might stay away. We took the receiving yards. Rushing also hit if you got a good number, obviously, early on. But if they're able to do that against Detroit and that run defense, well, they can do it against Kansas City. And you got to think, too, if they're making life miserable, Kansas City's pass rush, that is. For Brock Purdy, getting after him early. I mean, we've seen that time and time again this year. The Philadelphia game on Monday Night Football always stands out to me because we were all there. We're watching the game. That was one of those premier Monday Night games. We're going, uh, Jalen Hurts can't get the football off. He can't complete a pass. So... If they're getting after Brock Purdy in the same way and he's either got to get out and kind of scramble and use his legs like he has not just last week but did in the playoffs obviously against Green Bay as well. I mean there's an opportunity even Brock Purdy maybe is the one that gets in the end zone at some point. But Kyle Shanahan's not going to abandon the run. He's not going to abandon Christian McCaffrey. They're going to get those carries and I think there's a really good opportunity there. You're right for a San Francisco rushing rushing touchdown to be the first one of the game especially if they're trying to establish that run early, keep the pressure off of Brock Purdy and just make it so gets a rhythm, gets in the flow of the game, don't put too much pressure on him and then establish that play action so you can open up the pass game for him too.
0: Yeah, and this is what we talked about like all week last week and that's why it's so baffling what Baltimore did or didn't do in that game in the AFC Championship game because you're averaging about six yards per carry if you go off tackle against the San Francisco defensive front and or I'm sorry uh, against this Kansas City defensive front and for whatever reason Baltimore just uh you know never looked to establish it and then you have San Francisco um you know even against the Lions who are top 10 they're a really good run defense really good at getting after the quarterback their secondary obviously struggles but they're really good against the run and Christian McCaffrey still had 20 carries for 90 yards, still averaged almost five yards per carry, 4.5, still had a rush that went 25 yards in that game, still scored two rushing touchdowns. Now he steps down in class. They stepped down in class against this Kansas City uh, defensive front. So I think San Francisco is going to be able to run the ball. Also, like, look what they did against Detroit, just making guys miss. They're so good, you know, after the catch, but also McCaffrey's just so good making guys miss CJ Gardner, Johnson, Cam Sutton. They both had three missed tackles trying to tackle Christian McCaffrey and eight other Detroit defenders had at least one missed tackle. So that would be the way that I would look Um, San Francisco rushing touchdown. Cause I think this is going to be a big McCaffrey game, which is why those numbers continue Mm -hmm. to go up and why they're almost unbettable now, especially the rushing and receiving that's in the, in the, uh, in the hundreds now.
1: I mean, it's, it's crazy how fast that goes, but you know, I was looking at that. I mean, you go back to, you know, pretty much most of this season, right? Christian McCaffrey, even when they set that number high, his total yards still are up there. I mean, he had 132 against Detroit, 128 against Green Bay. This is total yards, 131. Forget the Washington game late in the season, that regular season, that didn't matter. 131 against Baltimore in that loss, and then 187 against Arizona. So, like, it doesn't really matter how high they put that number. And it, again, it's it, they're getting they're getting pretty tight with what they give you now. But in reality here, Christian McCaffrey, no matter what – and that's why I like the rushing plus receiving still every single week with him because it gives you that opportunity if maybe they're not getting – like they're just not making as much progress as you'd think, right, running the football. Well, out of the backfield, he's just as dangerous. We saw what he did last week. It wasn't very hard for that to happen. So, yeah, I just – why, why would you not, if you have somebody, one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the NFL right now, I think Christian McCaffrey's the best running back in the NFL, why would you not use somebody like that a- as much as possible in as many creative ways as possible the last game of the year where also you can get a little more creative? Right, like You don't have to worry about a team next week seeing what you did on film and then not being able to use that again. This is a game where you also can pull out all the stops. You can do something crazy. And I think Kyle Shanahan's going to certainly be willing to do that. It's also why, Ryan, when we talk so much about Christian McCaffrey and what his potential can be in this game and obviously what we've seen the entire year, I mean, MVP of the game. If they take Purdy out of this game, if Kansas City gets after him, makes his life tough, right? Even if he plays well, let's say he throws for 230 yards, two touchdowns, but there's a pick. McCaffrey goes for 140 total yards. I mean, McCaffrey then, I'm he should be MVP at that point. So there's some value still, even at plus 450. I've seen some plus 475s out there, too. It's not obviously what the price was even just last week before Detroit. But Christian McCaffrey, MVP, is another one to really think about just because of all that potential in that offense.
0: Yeah, you know, and I even like an anytime touchdown for Brock Purdy, uh, to be honest with you. Um, You know, because Brock Purdy, I think he's going to be able to use his legs, which is why, you know, his rushing props went from 11.5 up to 12.5, which I'm seeing still at minus 110. But it's not just McCaffrey and what he's going to be able to do with his legs. I think this should be a big game for Brock Purdy uh, if he has to use his legs. He had 48 rushing yards, as we know, in the NFC Championship game against Detroit. And I'm not comparing Detroit and Kansas City's defense and Spag's, uh scheme to detroit scheme with aaron glenn but they do both send a bunch of extra pass rushers and they do both uh both play a bunch of band coverage behind it so i think there's going to be some open rushing lanes and i think that uh purdy's gonna be able to use his legs so um yeah i like i like purdy to use his legs and i love mccaffrey in this game because of everything that you just said and so super bowl mvp i don't hate it um, alternate props i don't hate it but i also the more I think about this matchup, I'm not really scared away from Purdy rushing yards or the anytime touchdowns yeah.
1: just because it's such a popular bet. I think it's a popular bet for a reason. Again, sometimes, like we've said, right, the public does win, too. Nobody would do this if the public didn't right. win. So you've got an opportunity there, certainly, with a guy that makes you know a ton of sense. There's also Isaiah Pacheco on the other side of things. Guy's been getting a lot of carries. I took the over on his carries. They bumped it up. From fourteen and a half to sixteen and a half, which we should have expected given where things have been recently, but they see the type of weapon he is. He's obviously not Christian McCaffrey, but he's a weapon as a receiver, as a runner. He'll lower his shoulder and take some guys out. Runs a little funny. I think somebody described it as a kid in the shoe store testing out his new pair of shoes when he runs. Yeah. So now I can't unsee it whenever, whenever he's running, I can never see it again with his feet the way, but he stomps. It doesn't matter. Isaiah Pacheco is. And really, one of the better backs in the NFL as well. And Kansas City's finally figured out like, this is a guy we got to give more carries to. So here we are. Bet MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from Bet QL.